there may not be many, if any, marquee football games on this weekend's calendar. But when there's money involved, you'll pretty much watch anything. We're going to prove that on the gambling edition of Sixth Year Seniors. And now, from a smoky sports bar off the Las Vegas Strip, after the final tickets have been cashed out for the evening, counting their money, or what's left of it, it's Alan Caps and Mike Watson, the Sixth Year Seniors! Mikey, how you doing? Our technology issues are a lot better than they were last week at this time than they were on Monday. We're at least talking to each other without too much uh, distress. So I, I guess in that case, I'm all right. The shoot job was a was a load today, but we're doing good. We're doing good. Oh man, yeah. Don't even get me started on shoot jobs. Uh, if I owned a gun and I actually lived near some of my coworkers, I'd be on a killing spree right now. Wow, that's saying something. Yeah, yeah, let's just say I had to this morning actually give one of those insincere sports non-apologies in a meeting because of something I ranted about on Monday. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it it was the classic... I apologize to anyone who might have felt offended. <laughs> you might need some thicker skin. Oh, I kept grief. it to three sentences and then crumbled up the piece of paper and threw it away. Good call. So we're here to make money this week. Let's do that. That's the plan. That's the plan. Hey, maybe maybe we can make enough money where we can buy the WWE. Why, why would we want to buy the WWE? Are they for sale Obviously, again? No, well, they just it, they just uh, finalized the merger with, with uh, UFC into TKO Holdings or whatever it is. They had the big deal on Monday, I guess. They had the they, they had the UFC and the WWE blown up belts outside Wall Street. Oh, geez. they they were doing the whole gimmick. It was absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous, by the way. So allegedly, Vince McMahon is no longer in charge of of World Wrestling Entertainment as of. Monday morning, and I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, I'll just say, well, we'll see how far that goes. Yeah. He, he was no longer with the company at one point, and we saw how far that went. Exactly. Meanwhile, I think you could get AEW for about $14 and a bag of donuts. <laughs> hey, did you see where, uh, did you see where they, uh, the, the local authorities came out and gave the actual attendance for the for the all out show or all in whatever the Wembley show was. No, no. So it was well, about ten, it was about ten thousand less than what Khan was uh, flouting. I'm shocked. I'm Just shocked. And there shocked. was I don't know. Did you see the guy who? Did you see the wrestler who got the tattoo of the attendance on his arm? No. Well, now he's gonna have to change it. Oh, oh wait. Oh, so he he put like eight eighty thousand whatever it was. Yeah, in, oh, in Roman numerals, idiot. in Roman numerals on his thing. So I mean, maybe maybe it's not too much work to to, to knock an eye off the, <laughs> the the Roman. I don't know. What a mark! What? Hey, but hey, if 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 you've got AEW, or if if uh, if you wanted to watch AEW and it happened to come on a Disney network, which I don't think it does, thank God, it does uh, not. The Spectrum customers could at least watch it if they wanted to, though. The Spectrum ESPN. Uh, dispute uh over after 12 days they uh, miraculously got a deal done ahead of monday night football so everybody got to see aaron Rodgers 
rip his Achilles tendon to shreds. On the fourth play of the game, yes. You know, I, I'm not sure. I mean, as much as I dislike Aaron Rodgers just because he's an asshat, I really wanted to see him lose a bunch of games rather than yes. end his season four plays into it. Exactly. That's, I wanted yeah, that's, he that's, needed that's, to that's suffer. This just wasn't this wasn't good enough. You know, it's like watching the bad guy get beat in 14 seconds. How much uh, how much NFL and hole did you watch this weekend? Uh, a decent portion. I mean, I'm always a fan of red zone. You know, and I, I play DraftKings, and I'm in a fantasy football league. So, I mean, I follow it for that. I came out I came out of fantasy football retirement. Did I tell you that? For, yes. for the shoot job? Yes. They put, yeah, they, I don't know if you I, mentioned I, I, it on the show here, but yes. Okay. I had the highest score in the league this week, I promise. Oh, jeez. So. And that's even with, even with Josh Allen shit in the bed on Monday night. Oh, so the NFL, 100% of work, five stars to the Bills, Jets, uh, Booker's. For those shenanigans, Monday night, you cannot script that kind of shit, which is exactly why it is uh, totally a work. There was some bad football on Sunday. But, hey, I watched more uh, NFL this weekend than I have in years. And I'm not I'm not sure that I'm proud of that, but it was just kind of on in the background, and I just kind of weaved in and out as I was doing stuff. So, hey, football's football. I'm still not betting on the NFL because it is a work, and it's unpredictable, and uh, I'd highly advise you to stay away from that. I do! advise you to jump on college Saturday and uh, we're going to do that today. Even I'm not, Hey, I'm, I'm not going to be discriminatory. I'm not going to say just Saturday. If you, if you have some coin on Thursday and Friday, be my guest. And I'm going to take a guess that you have coin on Thursday and or Friday. Am I right on that? I have coin on Friday. Yes. At one point earlier today, I probably had more than 20 plays and I am now down to 16. I'm not sure, but it may have to do with the fact that if I'm going to have to watch bad football, I'm going to have money on. You've got, you said you have 16? 16 plays. You got twice as many as me. I've got eight. Do, do, are we going to do the honors? Am I going to do. Oh, yes. You're, you're definitely this? doing the honors. Uh, before, okay. before we start, however, we must talk about last week because it's always nice to talk about last week when we were winners. Absolutely. We got the mortgage play. The mortgage plays are coming back now. That was a pretty easy one. Cal plus seven over Auburn. Mikey goes five and four for the week. I go seven and seven. I can see the flaws. I see a couple plays that I shouldn't have made. Of course, I'm making even more plays this week, but what the hell. Uh, but we're ready to roll and make some more money this week. Hey, word word to the to the amateurs out there like myself. Make sure you don't flip around your, your stinking lines when you're thinking about the games in your head. Because I went into Saturday morning thinking I had uh, thinking I had Utah minus six and a half, and it was seven and a half. It was the <laughs> six and a half was later in the day. So all the shenanigans in the Utah game, I'm thinking, shit, I got a cover here. Look at the ticket. No, it's seven and a half. I'm a moron. Never listen to me. Except for these next eight plays, because we're about to go eight no this week, baby. Guaranteed. Right here, winners, as always, on 60 Year Seniors, or the rest of the season is free. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I I lost on a game last week, and, and, and I'm going back to the uh, I'm going back to the to the well on this, having learned from my mistake. Actually, the old alma mater took a pounding last week at the hands of Kansas State. 
who in turn this week go on the road to Missouri. If Kansas State is as good as I think they are, and as good as some people are saying legitimate Big 12 contenders, they will go on the road against a middling Missouri team. I don't care if you're in the SEC, ACC, NASA, FBI, SOB, whatever it is. Kansas State will take care of business. If they're a legitimate Big 12 title contender by more than four and a half points on the road against Mizzou, give me the Cats, minus four and a half. You know, I actually looked at the other side on this, but I don't trust Missouri. I don't trust the SEC right now. Yep. I'm just not sure about four and a half on the road for Kansas State. I'm not as high on them as you are. It's a tough number, but what I saw, what I saw from Kansas State last week was very, very impressive. I have a hunch that we're on this next game together. So let's let, let's let's see if we're on this. Considering I've got um, 16 plays, we better have at least two or three mortgage plays. Well, here's the thing: I haven't played a total all year until now. You talk about bad football. There's no there's no batter football program that we have talked about over the last 12 years or however many it is now, my god, on this very podcast than Rutgers. You know what? I'm not so sure Rutgers isn't a decent football program this season. But I know this much. They can play some defense and they can run the ball. And that means Point totals are going to be at a premium. They host Virginia Tech this week. or It doesn't matter. I think it's Virginia Tech at Rutgers. It doesn't matter because Virginia Tech is abysmal this year. Still rebuilding under Brent Pry. They got a long ways to go. The offense is a mess. This is a horrible, horrible aesthetic matchup for both sides here. I'm going way under 39.5 first to 14 wins. And we have a mortgage play. <laughs> I knew you'd be on this game. This is going to remind me a lot of the Northwestern Rutgers game where Rutgers yes. can control the ball, run clock. Virginia Tech has a better defense than Northwestern. Yep. And that'll just keep the score down. Plus, Hurricane Lee should be up in the Northeast by Saturday. And they may they be they maybe catch some strands off of that. Yeah. This is gonna be bowling shoe ugly. I had the same thought about the Rutgers Northwestern game. Rutgers might hold this hold the ball for 40 minutes in yep. this game. It's gonna be a shit show. It's gonna be a shit show. Highly advised to stay away from it. Just keep it down in the in the lower box in the corner and just watch those seconds tick away because it's not gonna take long. Yeah, that's true. What's the over under on the time of this game? I'm thinking it's well under three hours. Two two forty, yeah, maybe, probably. We talked about this after week one, after seeing the dominance shown by my North Carolina defensive line. Notice they're not some team yet. There'll be some team here in a few weeks, but not yet. And and I made the comment. Some somebody made the comment on Twitter, and I, I ripped it off that if South Carolina's offensive line was really that bad. Spencer Rattler was going to be stretchered off the field at Sanford Stadium in Athens in week three. I am laying the points with Georgia, minus 27 and a half. If, there's any, if they're anywhere close to being that abysmal, they're going to murder Spencer Rattler. 
Georgia's going to be in the backfield all day long, and it's going to be a track meet on the other side. South Carolina is in way over their heads here. I think Georgia gets to, gets an opportunity to get a name opponent and flex a little muscle for the SEC crowd. It's the, it's the first CBS. It's the first last or the last the last first. Uh, SEC on CBS game of the season. Uh, so it'll be national audience. Georgia's going to get to flex around. I, I know it's a big number, but I'm on the right side of the number. I'm going to lay the dogs 27 and a half. This is a beatdown. I didn't look at this game much, but you're definitely on the only side that I would be on. I meant to mention this game as we were going down the schedule on Saturday, and we just we kind of breezed right past it. But good luck finding this on your local uh, television uh, listing. Washington is on the road at Michigan State, three thirty Vegas time, and the game is on Peacock. They've got this game streaming. I don't remember what the. Uh, what the NBC Big Ten Saturday night game is, but it's not why it's not top fifteen Washington against Michigan State. All I gotta say is this: is after everything that's happened this week, I can totally see our pal Matt Bishop at Spartan Stadium Saturday night. Let's see. I said the game kicked off at three three thirty by four fifteen rambling incoherently on Facebook <laughs> asking why he even decided to show up to the game. Michael Penix in that Washington offense is absolutely dynamite. Michigan State, I don't know how they're going to react to all the news this week, but it's not its not a good atmosphere there. I think Washington comes on the road, and I know it's a big number on the road, but I've seen that offense, and they are absolutely fantastic. Washington runs it up in an opportunity to get some style points on a name program here. Give me the Huskies by three touchdowns. I'll lay 15 and a half. And we have mortgage play number two. Oh! You know I'm 100% right on Bishop on Facebook. You oh, know yeah. this. He will he will post the Jim Moore diddly poo rant. It's a guarantee. He will post the Jim Moore diddly poo rant either on Facebook or Twitter. Guaranteed. He will start out with going to be a good one. Should yeah, be a good one. Yes. By the yep. end of the first quarter, he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll be singing a different tune. It's not like the Spartans are going to play for Mel Tucker for crying out loud. No. And no, I think that's, they, that's they, the dynamic. They're, they're going to yeah. be so flat. Washington is going to run all over them. No, actually they're going to throw all over them. Michael Penix, 500 yards, Heisman trophy moments. I agree. Pen- Penix is dynamite. Except, he is except absolutely the dynamite. game's going to be on Peacock, so no one will see it. Yeah, so nobody can watch it. Exactly. Yeah, good good work. Now, I guess I guess in that case, it's the, that's the Big Ten con. That's not the – because it's the it's the Big Ten home game, so it's the Big Ten media on that. Good. Yeah, they're, they're trying to make it, oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll force you know Peacock subscriptions by putting Washington and Michigan State on. Nah, come on. Uh, Peacock is so desperate. I got Peacock for free because I was a Comcast viewer. Then when I cut the cord, well, I cut the cord because they decided to no longer give Comcast viewers free Peacock. So I'm like, well, screw that. I hate Comcast anyway, so here's a chance yep. to give them even less money. Then Peacock turns around and says, we're going to give everybody a deal for $20 a year. You can subscribe to Peacock. <laughs> so it's not like they're making a ton of money off of this. $20 a year. Not a month. Not a month. 
a year. Carry the one. Yeah, it's yeah. A, a buddy of mine is usually my user and password, and he's like, because because cycling, pro cycling's on it. You know, Tour de France, Volta España. Uh huh. He's like, oh, man, I'll have to buy you a couple beers for this. I'm like, dude, for as little as I paid for this, it's like it's not even worth two beers. <laughs> it's, the, it's the total. Here's the thing. What's greater, the total subscription account for Peacock or the amount of money Mel, Con- Mel Tucker's out on his contract? <laughs> it's Tucker's contract, it's Tucker's right? Contract. Yeah, and I don't no think doubt. it's close. <laughs> I talked about K-State earlier and saying, you know, I was going back to the well um, I am going back to the well with my uh, with my Troy Trojans, the old alma mater, hosting James Madison uh, this week. They are a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the NFL Network, 4 o'clock Vegas time. James Madison coming off an emotional rivalry. I'm using that in quotation marks. It's, it's kind of a one-sided rivalry. Virginia doesn't see James Madison as a rival. James Madison absolutely sees uh, Virginia's rival. Hey, breaking tea. Big ups to the Madison is better than Jefferson shirts y'all rolled out this week. High, high, high marks on uh, on those for James Madison, but the come down. Now you've got to go on the road, conference game, big time opponent in the league. Troy licking their wounds after running into a buzzsaw last week. They're going to bounce back. They're going to be ready for the conference opener. Catch James Madison coming down off a little bit of a high. I'm going to take the alma mater. Good game, but Troy minus two and a half. Didn't play it. It could be one of the best games of the week. And it might yeah, be the best game of the week. The yeah. NFL network. Yeah. Sticking with the Sun Belt. We've got another Sun Belt contender on the road. Gets Power 5 Oklahoma State. South Alabama Jaguars plus 7 in Stillwater. I'm going to roll with the dog here. I was not impressed with Oklahoma State's performance last week on the road against Arizona State. There's they there should have been another gear there and it wasn't. And I know they had to travel and whatnot, but hey, they had to travel right back. Short week, they get to breathe before conference play starts next week. This is a prime opportunity for a very, very good Jags team to come in and take the pokes down to the buzzer. I like South Alabama. The game will not be decided until there are three zeros on the clock. It comes down to the final play. I'm gonna lay. The, I'm gonna take the touchdown. Give me USA plus seven. This was one of my late scratches. I actually was more impressed by Oklahoma State against Arizona State, but then the more I looked at it, I said, wait, Arizona State hasn't shown anything yet this year. So is Oklahoma State really that good? And it was enough to make me start questioning it. Even if you are on the right side of the number, I couldn't play it. But good play. Hope you win. I'm I'm higher on this team, this next team, than you are. Uh, But I – and I'm not going to – I look, you take the FCS results – Blowout win, I don't care. I don't care what you did last week. And I know it's on the road. I'm going to lay six and a half with Tennessee on the road in the swamp against Florida. Now, this might be Gators' backs against the wall here. But, man, they struggled in week one. Tennessee, dynamite offense. I think they come down. Again, conference opener, big game in the division. Tennessee, if they want to say, hey, we are a contender to Georgia in the SEC, you got to man up and win the opener here, even if you're on the road against a rattled, a rattled Gators team. Joe Milton, he's showing me a little bit. He's not, he, he's not, uh, he's not Hendon Hooker. He's, I'm not going that far, but he's holding his own right now. 
And I like the Tennessee offense and the way they've been able to run and pass it. I think they give Florida fits, and I think they win this game by more than a touchdown. I'll lay six and a half with the balls at the swamp. I actually would have played Florida plus seven if the full touchdown would be there, but that's because I am not a fan of Joe Milton. And I know that, too. And the last play, I said it. I, I actually called a little bit of this last week, if you read between the lines, but I told you on Monday. There was guaranteed, if there's a stone cold lock of the year right now, five star game of the year, blah, 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 blah. Wyoming plus 29 and a half on the road at Texas. Texas, look, Texas ain't back until they can cover 29 and a half after one week after beating Alabama in the marquee game and having everybody blow smoke up their ass for seven days. This is a classic, classic letdown spot for Texas against a Wyoming team who has already seen and beaten Big 12 talent this season. They will not be intimidated by the environment, by the competition, and by the scene. It will not happen. Wyoming is coming down to play. Texas is coming down to party. And that's a bad, bad concoction for the Longhorns. I'm not going to go all the way and say put them on upset alert. But this is a game into the fourth quarter. Take Wyoming plus 29 and a half. And you know what? Throw in the money line if you're feeling frisky. I'll just say it right now. Third mortgage play of the week. Uh, this is this is the easiest bet we will have this season. And, and now we're getting now we're getting a point and a half more than four touchdowns. Come yeah. on, man! This is going to be easy. Wyoming is a decently tough defensive team. Yep. Like we said, already beaten Texas Tech. They're not going to be afraid of the environment. Texas trouble spot here. I can see Quinn Ewers having a bad day. They put. Arch Manning in, in the middle of the third quarter, Arch goes, oh, you know, five for six with a touchdown, and everybody's going, Manning, Manning, Manning. They put Quinn back in the game. He cleans up. Everything's fine. They win by 21. But it's going to start the question marks of when Quinn Ewers is going to transfer and when Arch Manning is going to be the next Heisman Trophy winner for Texas University. The line on this game is at least 10 points too high. At least 10 points too high. I'd need at least three touchdowns, but I'll, I'll give you I'll give you eight points too high. Okay. That's it. That's my eight. I love the Wyoming play. I told you on Monday. I was giddy about it as soon as I saw that line drop. I was like, there's no way public money's gonna roll in, cash in on the cash in on the Cowboys while you can. And what shocked me is it went up from 28 to 29. I thought for sure it'd get under four touchdowns. Yeah, I guess the public jumped on it. I don't know, but yeah. Public's a bunch of idiots. Absolutely. So that's three mortgage plays. Virginia Tech, Rutgers, under 39 and a half. Washington, minus 15 and a half over Michigan State. Wyoming, plus 29 and a half at Texas. That leaves me with 13 more plays. So let's My get God. to them. Friday, Utah State at Air Force, 10-point dog. I like what Utah State has done the last couple of games. They have played 
much better defenses than Air Force. You know, I'm, they they had to play Iowa. They hung tough with them. They're two and zero against the spread. They have blown the spread away these last two games. Air Force's offense has not gelled yet, and I don't think it will this game. I don't like their quarterback play this year, but it's the best they've got. Utah State will definitely stay within 10 in a game that is a pretty low total. I I can see this being a hard knock game that comes down to the final possession. I took a look at the Aggies on this too. Just didn't have a good enough feel on Air Force to really uh, sell myself either way, but I think you're on the right side. Then I go to Saturday's card. I mentioned this on the Monday show. Possibly wrong team favored. When Georgia Southern travels to Wisconsin, I'm shocked mm. that this game is at 19 right now. Give me Georgia Southern and their high-flying offense against Wisconsin. Wisconsin taking out some frustration after doing the job out in Pullman last week. Is that is that the justification behind this line? Possibly, but I just don't think Wisconsin's that good. Tanner Mordecai was in a really good offensive spot at SMU. And it's obvious he's not a quarterback. He's a system quarterback. He can dink and dunk, and if he has great receivers. Remember the receivers he had at SMU. He had some dudes. Wisconsin does not have that kind of talent. Georgia Southern probably has the three best offensive players on the field in this game. Yeah, they'll have trouble with Wisconsin's defense, but 19, that's way too high. Georgia Southern is going to come to play. Wisconsin just wants to get in and out. It's not about making the home crowd happy. Just win the game. I like where you're going there. Next, one of the better games of the day, and I've got a good number on this late, Mississippi State at home plus 10 against LSU. I like what Mississippi State did last week in not throwing the ball. They showed they have a running game, and I'm still not sure that LSU is that good. Yeah, give me a modified Mississippi State offense plus 10 at home against LSU. I took a long, hard look at the dogs, too, and just I I, I wonder if LSU is going to, you know, quote-unquote, figure it out after, you know, after being on the ropes in the the first big competition of week one. I don't know if that's the case. I, I thought long and hard about about Cowbell here. I think you're on the right side. Next on the list, two really bad teams. It's not on television, shockingly. You might be able to find it on ESPN+. Plus, But it's an in-state rivalry. New Mexico, minus one over New Mexico State. New Mexico State, I rode them all last year to a bowl bid. But remember I said that they could be one of the worst teams in college football and still make a bowl bid because of their schedule. Now that's showing up. People are riding New Mexico State without realizing how bad they are and were. New Mexico, minus one, getting their offense back in order. Here's where Dylan Hopkins finally breaks out. That's a good, good under-the-radar call there. I like that. Another horrible game up in the East Coast that may be affected by rain and wind. Florida International, plus seven at Connecticut Listen, hear me out. I like Florida International's running game at this level against this type of opponent. I think they can run the ball very well and definitely stay within seven points. They might even be able to win this game at Connecticut. All right, let me do some quick math here. Or math, geography, geometry, I don't know. What it is. I'm trying to draw the, draw the, the flight path from Florida International to UConn. 
I think they will have to fly across the ocean and maybe deal with hurricanes. <laughs> yeah. The last time they had to come across the ocean and deal with hurricanes at the at the same time, uh, Lamar Jackson was uh was was voting to to go down the tunnel and and get in on the fight. Hey, you know, you come you across down, the ocean, <laughs> you will get your behind kicked. You don't come in the OB playing that stuff. You across you across the ocean over there. You across the city. You can't come over to our place talking noise like that. You get your butt beat. I was about to go down the elevator and get in that thing. Hey, I can't I can't argue FIU going across the ocean. Next game on my list, I'm shocked that you don't have this one. For the same reason that we are playing against Texas, I'm playing on Alabama. Minus 32 and a half at South Florida. By God, they're not going to let up in this game. It might, I thought they might longer, the spread in the first half. I thought long and hard about, about Bama minus all those points. The only thing that the only thing that kept me from doing it is, one, being on the road, and then, two, just I don't know. I, mean, I guess this is a low-risk opportunity for Saban to really let the offense you know, see what they can do. If there's really issues with this team, I wonder how they respond here. Not that they're in any danger of losing this game, but are they gonna are they gonna sleepwalk through the game and win it thirty one to three, or are they gonna win the game fifty five to ten? I guess oh, that's hell no, I don't I don't know where the where this Bama team is at on that sliding scale. I guess that I'm trying to still get a read on. Yeah, they're not gonna sleepwalk through this game. Nick Saban will not allow that. He has got these guys riled up, and like I said, they may cover 32.5 by halftime. I'm certainly not betting against them. That's for damn sure. No, definitely not. Another game that you don't want to watch, although for points on a pole, it might be entertaining. (laughs) I figured you'd be on this one. I am trying for the third time. Western Michigan, Iowa, total 43. I'm playing over. Iowa may have to do it themselves, but this Western Michigan team is so bad, they might be able to do it. And they need to, to keep Brian Ferentz's job. They need about 60 points here to bank some points for later in the year. I think that's, I think it's the reason why I'm staying off these games, because I don't, they, I don't think they've got it in them to do it. So I think the games are going to go under, but at some point they will do it. So I'm like, no, I, 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 no, total stay away. We will update the Brian Ferentz points on a poll. Brought to you by Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel after the game on Saturday on Instagram and Twitter. Next game where you'd expect points, but I don't think you're going to get them. Western Kentucky at Ohio State. Ohio State's offense has not looked good these past two weeks. Their defense, pretty damn outstanding. Western Kentucky, not the rapid-fire team that you thought of from the last couple of years with Bailey Zappi, who is back with the New England Patriots now. Total, 63-and-a-half. I say okay. we're going under. They got they got Marvin Harrison Jr. back at full strength last week. He busted a couple of big plays. But that is a lot of points, especially especially considering the Western Kentucky side here. They are not the high-flying offense they have. And Ohio State's going to shut them down. Uh, I like where you're going on that. The math makes sense. Next on the list, Northern Illinois traveling to Nebraska. They are an 11.5-point dog. Rocky Lombardi will play well here. Plus, Jeff Sims dealing with a high ankle sprain. It might be addition by subtraction if he doesn't play for Nebraska, but I'm kind of hoping he does just to you know 
confirm the couple of turnovers that he'll commit. I'm taking Northern Illinois plus 11 and a half. Forget the fact that they got upset by Southern Illinois. Here's the bounce back. They stay within 11 and a half points. You talk about a team that needs to cover. Nebraska needs to come out. They need they need a win. They need it convincingly. But I'm with you. I don't know if they uh, I don't know if they've got it in them. That's a that's a tough line. Another bad football game. This one you can watch. It's on CBS Sports at 4 p.m. Vegas time. That would be Vanderbilt at UNLV. Oh Lord. The running Rebels are four and a half point dogs at home. I say they cover that spread. They might even be able to beat Vanderbilt. Does anyone even remember now that they thought Vanderbilt was so good because they beat Hawaii on opening week? Huh, not happening now. Vanderbilt's got to travel all the way across the country. The Rebels will be ready, plus four and a half. Vegas is bad. The Rebels, not not Las Vegas. They're there's a reason decent. they build. There's a reason they build big buildings in the day in, in the <laughs> desert. The Rebels are bad though. I don't man. I don't know. I wouldn't say they're bad. Brumfield is okay, and it's not like he's playing a real Power Five team. Fair enough. BYU traveling to Arkansas. Total forty-seven and a half. This is already dropped from fifty-two and a half. There's a reason for that. BYU's defense very good. BYU's offense, very bad. Arkansas showed that they can limit a bad offense to very little when they beat Kent 28-6. I see a game much like that this week. Heck, this game may not even break 30, under 47.5. So line and, t- line and total indicate 28-20 on that. Yeah, I could I could actually see first 20 winning that game, 20-10 to 10 or something like that, yeah. Finally, I got two late night games. I'm going against Dion, Colorado State plus 23 against Colorado. Clay Millen has been replaced at quarterback. Might not be a bad thing. The Rams have had a week now to sort themselves out after opening day. They lost to Washington State 50 to 24, but now that Washington State has beaten Wisconsin, all of a sudden that game doesn't look that bad. I think Colorado State can flex some muscles, throw the ball against the Buffaloes, get into a shootout. They'll lose the game, but I think they will give Colorado a bigger game than they're looking for. Plus, the Buffs looking ahead to Oregon and looking ahead to USC. I'm not ready to to play against Prime yet again. I, I think I think that will be next week or the week after. But I like where you're going there. I, I could I could see this game being a little more interesting in the second half than than many will imagine, um, but I could also see you know you know Colorado you know up you know up twenty late and Prime being being petty because that's what he is. <laughs> we talk about pe- we love pettiness in college football. We you, we got we got coaches out here you know with the receipts asking, hey, what'd you write about my team again? Huh? You like that? If anybody's if anybody's going to try to keep the alumni happy, it might be prime this year. So I'm staying I'm staying off that uh, for now. The thing is with this game, I could see Coach Prime doing that, leaving about 50 seconds left on the clock, and then the Rams coming back and backdooring him, getting a cheapie. That'd be funny. It would be. It would be entertaining. They, hey, they 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 left. The, you know, Nebraska came down, got a cheapie last week against them. So it's a fair point. And I'm on one last late-night get-back game. 
Kansas at Nevada. Total is 58. Nevada's a dumpster fire. Kansas might have to hit that total on its own. They won't do it. Under 58 points. You know what? I didn't look at the game that way. I should have looked at the game that way. You're totally on the right side. You're absolutely on the right side. That's that's a bad miss by me. Yeah, to go on because I I was blown away, and I mentioned it on my. I was blown away by the line. I'm like, when was the last time Kansas went on the road and was a four touchdown favorite? And I don't know when the answer is on that. Uh, Fifty eight and a half is a lot of points, and yeah, Nevada's horrible. Yeah, you're totally on the right side. Oh, hey, and now that I see this, I'm not going to make this an official play, but there is a line on the Central Connecticut State Kent State game. Go oh, un- Lord. Go under 54. Wow. Let's see. What else do we have here? I'm looking at the uh, at the FCS FBS games to see if there are any FCS teams favored. I'm not seeing anything. Stanford's only a nine and a half point favorite over Sacramento State. Nope, that's it. So there's our card. Three mortgage plays this week. Once again, Virginia Tech at Rutgers under 39 and a half. Washington minus 15 and a half at Michigan State. Wyoming plus 29 and a half at Texas. Going three five and star this week. game of the year. Go, yeah. Going, going, yeah. Wyoming five star. Not only bet your mortgage, hell, bet your mama's mortgage on that game. I can do that because, well, <laughs> mama's dead. That's nice. <laughs> That's nice. Hey, quick, quick question for you. I this was the this was the last game I scratched. I was wondering if you did. What do you think, uh, Georgia Tech, Ole Miss? Did you look at that at all? Uh, not really. Um, okay. If, gun to my head, I probably would have played Miss. What about you? I was looking at Ole Miss minus 18 and a half, thinking that Lane Kiffin knows the spread home game, being able to run it up. But I I, I had I also had backdoor cover delusions of grandeur with G Tech there. So I stayed off. I I didn't know if I didn't know if you might be on be on your revs. You're the one with the SEC ticket for him. Yeah, let's see. A couple of games that I didn't play but looked at. Oklahoma minus twenty eight against Tulsa. That could be a huge blowout. I looked at Florida State Boston College under, but the number had just taken a beat and already there's no value left gotcha. in it. Also like Miami of Ohio plus fourteen against Cincy. Last time that rivalry will be played for quite a while. Gotcha. That's it. Twenty one games, three mortgage plays. My God. Enjoy the weekend. You now have a reason to watch college football. We'll come back on Monday and tell you what you missed and uh, try to entertain you if the slate is as boring as it looks at right now. Of course, you know, we always say that, and then this is the week that, like, Georgia gets upset, something like that. Georgia's not – look, Georgia's covering 27 and a half. They're not getting upset, all right? Oh, that's right. You got Georgia. Okay, no, no, Georgia doesn't get upset. Uh, no, Michigan no, it's the week. It's the week. Texas. Texas gets upset. We just there you told go, you about Texas. it earlier. Yes, we already that's told you. That's what it's going to be. Absolutely. Yeah, are you trying to think of, like, famous Wyoming football players? God, well, Josh Allen. There's you guys, Josh Allen. <laughs> uh, okay, um, uh, Brian Hill, who was on that Josh Allen team. All right. I can't. Th- uh, okay, wait a minute. Google. Oh hell, <laughs> God, no, no. Look, look. I, I, I'm, I'm for, look for Brian for Brian Hill. 
Josh Allen and and, and all and, and and the whole uh the whole Dutton Ranch there from Yellowstone. The the the, the train stations in Wyoming. Oh, wait, right? wait, 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 wait. I know. The smoking guns. No, it's not the smoking guns. Oh, no, wait, God wait, wait. damn it. It was the Young Pistols the young for Tracy Pistols. Smothers and Steve Armstrong. That's the best producer in the business, Alan Caps. I'm Mikey Watson. We'll be back Monday breaking down a god-awful slate of college football and coming up with other random WCW tag team references for your entertainment value right here on 6th Year Seniors. That's a horrible miss by me. <laughs>